Good morning, bro. It's Tuesday. It's actually Monday, but I don't know when people are going to listen, so pick your day. It's been a really tough time. I don't want to get all metaphorical, even though this is quite literally going to be a metaphorical episode, but it's been tough to be right. Not right in everything, but be right in the worst parts of my mind, the parts of my mind that are cynical, that don't care about seeing things from the brighter side, that just see things in the worst way possible. That part has been proven right and it sucks. Nothing makes a cynic feel worse than being proven right. Because all the things that the cynic predicts are horrible, horrible, sad things. And here I am going, holy crap, I guess it is as bad as I thought. And it really is. The country isn't going to be okay for a very long time. Things are going to be different. Things are going to be different. Things are going to be different. This isn't going to be a place where we feel safe around each other for a very long time. Not because of the looters. No, don't be silly. No, not because of them. And at least not because of them alone. But because of how everyone responded. We watched people we thought were our neighbors bear arms against their neighbors. We watched people who we thought were our kinfolk destroy stores that we built from the ground up in some instances. We watched people we thought we lived with treat us like strangers or the problem that needed to be dealt with. This is a pain. This is a disrespect of trust that the words from a president can never solve. But I want to get more into why this happened exactly how we are where we are and i don't just mean because of what's happened this week or whenever but it's something that i have been looking at and thinking about and pondering for quite some time and having spent a year in finance and speaking to people in investment firms and having them talk to you about this topic the way that they do it's quite clear that we have something to discuss I want to talk about cults that's what this is about for me that's all this is about for me i want to get into like not the nitty-gritty but at least the ideology the anthropological understanding and ugh, of cults i don't want to use big words for no reason and by cults i mean like a system of religious venerations and devotions directed towards a particular figure or object and it's important to highlight object there a person or thing important to highlight thing that is popular and fashionable amongst a particular group or section of society that version of a cult because i think our planet's being run by a cult no i do not think it's the illuminati that is a different podcast for a different time hosted by maybe a different person but i really do think that there's something that's in control of us that isn't real that isn't based on anything tangible that is all the way synthetic and i think it's money i think the way in which we worship money is cult like i think that capitalism communism and socialism are cults i think that this piece of paper that represents value is invaluable or not invaluable but valueless and worthless and i can just just look i know it sounds crazy but just for a second go with me so there's a story in the story i'm going to tell you a parable this is how i start parables and in the story a man walks into a town 
goes to this town and he has i mean he's been traveling for days he's tired he wants to find a place to sleep he can't find one and oh he walks into a town let's call this town georgetown if you got that then you're weird but let's call this town georgetown he walks into georgetown and all he has with him is 100 rand that's it that's all he has and he goes okay well i need to find a place to stay oh holy crap there's a hotel right there it costs 100 rand to stay at this hotel that is awesome cool he walks right in and the owner says it's 100 rand per night but if you do not like your room at 10 o'clock tonight you can come back and i will give you a full refund of the room that you just spent money on and the guy goes that's great thank you so much what's your name hotel owner goes jim it isn't important i just wanted to call him jim cool now jim has 100 rand jim goes huh you know what? I have 100 rand right now. I owe the shoemaker 100 rand because he made me a pair of shoes for my daughter's wedding. Okay, let me go and pay him. So he does. Jim takes the money, gives it right to the shoemaker. Shoemaker grabs the money and goes, oh, wow, this is, I got 100 rand. And the guy that fixed my house and did the plumbing and fixed the toilet, yeah, it was going to cost 100 rand for me to do that with him. So let me just give him the money too. Let me just pay him because I said I would. And I mean, I promised. So here you go. And then the plumber gets the 100 rand. The plumber gets the money, looks at it and goes, oh, this is great. There's a giant hole in my ship. It's been there for a while. It was fixed last week. And I paid the guy that fixed it 100 bucks. Or at least I said I would. I didn't have it. I do now. Let me give him the money. And so then he gives him the money. And this goes on all the way up until it gets to the last guy. Who stands with a hundred rand in his hand, the exact same hundred rand that Jim started off the day with, and goes, Huh, you know what? I was at Jim's hotel last night. I didn't pay him back. I said I would. Let me give him a hundred rand. So, guess what happens? Jim ends up with the exact same hundred rand that he started the day with. Nothing has really changed. And here, Jim stands with a hundred bucks. Ah. And as you can believe it, the guy walks out of the room at 9.30, goes, nah, man, this ain't for me. Do not like it. It is really, really not the room I wanted it to be. Can I get my money back? And Jim goes, I promised. It's no problem. Here's your money. Hopefully next time it'll be to your liking. The guy goes, thank you, and walks away. Now, what just happened? A hundred rand walked into this town, circulated every single person's hands, left the town, and yet nothing has changed, and everything has. Everything has changed, but everything is exactly the same. Every single person in that town didn't make one extra cent today, but all of their debts been cleared. Every single person that owed someone or was owed something was paid back or paid someone else back, and yet not one person can point to that money and say that's the cash that it was used to pay for. Now, if this money thing is supposed to be more than just the decision we've taken as a society to make it real, how can that be? How can that be the case? That's because it isn't the case. That's because none of this is real. That's the point I'm trying to get across. And that's what makes this whole money thing so gross to me. It makes it, I don't know, it makes it icky. I can't believe I just used the word icky, but yeah, it makes it icky. Now, this is where it kind of gets weird for me and personal and maybe controversial. And I don't care. I just want to be honest with you guys. I'm religious. It's a thing that I love the most and also hate the most about myself. I love it because it's really cool to be able to give myself up to something that I think is more powerful than me. And that has more control than I do. But at the same time, I hate it because uh, I kind of think it's all crap. 
Like somewhere deep in my soul, somewhere deep in my soul, I know it's all synthetic. I know that my belief in God is not as concrete as the ground I stand on, but my belief in God makes the world around me different. It just does. If every single person believed that in the next 25 minutes we would all die, the actions that would come from that belief system would be felt by every single other person on this planet. The things that you might believe might not be real, or they might be synthetic, or they might come from a place of, I don't know, spiritual enlightenment, not so much physical reality, but the effect that they're going to have on you, your friends, your family, those around you, that's going to be real, and that is exactly what money is. Now, economists are always going to come on TV and say, what I'm saying is insane, but they're the high priests of the cult. Why would you listen to them about this? These weren't really there not so long ago these systems all of it communism capitalism socialism they aren't even a thousand years old they're really really recent we've been bothering for a really 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 long time all of it all of it is the advent of human beings and all of it is being treated as though it is as strong as stem science but it's not it just isn't when you see someone talk about money Notice something. Notice something that you, you, yes, you, religious person, listen to this. Do when you're caught in a situation that you cannot explain away yourself. I know that the people that believe in my particular religion have this really weird way of showing away criticism. And that is by saying the following words. God works in mysterious ways. You usually hear this when someone makes a massive declaration about the Lord and in the moment they get challenged, realize that they don't have the information and then kind of just... I don't know, veer off to God's insane way of doing things as a reason as to why they can't explain why things are how they are. It's kind of a, I don't know, an escape card. It's, it's a, it's, it's a, it's a get-out-of-jail-free get card that Christians use. But to show you that this isn't just a Christian or Muslim or Buddhist thing, the version of that that economists use is, well, the market is unpredictable. That's their God works in mysterious ways. They even go a level beyond that, talking vehemently about the invisible hand of the market. What is that? How is that not some religification of money, the invisible hand of the market? They quite literally, in instances where they cannot explain what is going on, go, well, I guess the powers that be are making it so. And that is, that is cult-like behavior if I've ever seen it. So please understand that this this thing that we're all trapped in is something that maybe a thousand years from now we will be laughed at for being trapped in but isn't real it is as real as i don't know man unicorns and fairies and to have it have this much impact in our lives i mean you can't escape it it is going to but to have it have impact on your soul on your self-worth that's a massive massive mistake bro i'll see you on thursday